Doctrine Devotion is brought to you by Logos Bible Software. Logos 8 has just dropped, and listeners of Doctrine and Devotion have an opportunity at a great discount. Head on over to logos.com slash doctrine for more details, and also later in the show. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Happy Monday, boo-boo. Mmm, Monday, Monday, Monday. Yeah, man. Westchester. So, we're uh, only Chicagoans to get that reference. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> man, how you doing? What's going on? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited. Yeah, because tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've been like this week has been like birthday week for our kid. Yeah. So Elias uh, had his birthday. Yeah. Or yeah. Then we celebrated his birthday with friends. Right. And it's the worst. Then tomorrow, because we're recording on Saturday. Yeah. Tomorrow we're going to the Bears Vikings game. Oh, Sunday. Sunday. To- Wait, are you not going to be here for church? No, I'll be here for church. See how the you game do it? got flexed. See how you do it, people. You see how you do it? Mm. Go to church, then you go to football. That's what I'm doing, yeah. Yeah. Because it's a night game. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Tailgating starts at uh, at three. So yeah, we're going to do the whole thing, the family. Um, we're going to do the whole like tailgating experience, you know, for him. Uh, he's been excited, really, really pumped. I uh, He's been wanting to go to a, a Bears game for a while. Yeah. For over a year. Yeah. He's been asking to go to Bears. It's a good time, so, especially so took, this season. So I took him to like the Vikings game. Yeah. Like Geneva Vikings. Yeah, high school. High school game. Good in there. And uh, we're sitting there. I'm like, yeah, buddy, here we are. He's like, eh, this don't look like the same on TV. I'm like, well, son, the TV adds 50,000 people. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> You're trying to fool him. I tried. He's like, no, nah, this ain't the same, daddy. They like, like the Bears. Yeah, he's like, that, that, that's not the Bears. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, he's... <laughs> <laughs> These white teenagers like running on the field. What are you talking about? So like I tried that like three months ago or two and a half months ago, and he's like, "Huh, uh, where's Mac? Mm. Where, where, where's Mac Attack?" Really, I'm like, yeah. "All right, buddy, yeah, we'll go to the game." <laughs> so yeah, it's a good season to go. It's gonna be good. Family's yeah. going. My brothers, uh, my sister, uh, yeah. Uh, their significant others. Um, uh, got, my yeah. uncle Mike. Your uncle Mike. You um, got, my kids. You sound like a, like a big group. Yeah, sound like a big I, group. Yeah, you got room for one more? Like I can come. I can come too. No, come after the come after the service. I join you guys, I man. Think, Go to. Um, the, it sounds not, like you got a big group, so you probably yeah, got room. There's not enough I'll, room in the car. Yeah, I'll, I'll drive. I'll, I'll just I'll just uh, I'll trail behind. Oh, trail oh. trail through the tailgate. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I can yeah, do that. yeah. Well, if you could find us, yeah, maybe we yeah, can no, discuss. Yeah, I've been I've been to Sure, sure. Yeah, we're on the north side of it. Okay. Yeah, we'll be over by the Shedd Aquarium. You okay. find us there. All right. Well, <laughs> glad to hear you're going to have fun with your boy and your family and everybody, but yeah, not me. Man, he's pumped. My daughter, Catherine, um, started her job today, her first job. She's 17. She's yeah, where's she working at? Kohl's. Okay. We're going to Kohl's. So, yeah, she just started doing a holiday rush stuff. So, uh, it's her first gig outside of babysitting. So that's what she's doing today, and I'm hanging out with you and uh, eager for the week. It's Thanksgiving week, man. I'm just, uh, yeah, it's a good week. I I like this week. Family gets together. You know, we've had as many as 35 people in our house on Thanksgiving, or as few as 15. So, kind of changes from year to year. Oh, do, do I get to go this year? You're always you, you've actually come before, yeah. After after have your, I been to your house? Yeah, but afterwards for cigars. No, I don't think I ever have. You never have because it's Tim Smith comes almost every year because we have good food. Mm. Um. Uh, he comes after Jeffrey Babineau's been there Jeffrey Kotoff been there yeah man we've no food. I've never been yeah, people come mm. over and we smoke 
in the oh. garage. Anyways, listen, it's Monday, so we got to get into 1689, man. Yep, let's do this. So we've uh, last week we went through uh, the first part. We're in the 1689. We're in chapter eight, paragraph two. Mm-hmm. Last week we did the first part of, of paragraph two, and this week we're going to finish that up. Right. So we ended with, um, you know, Jesus taking on a human nature, yet without sin. And then it continues. You want me to read it or you got it? You go. All right. Being conceived by the Holy Spirit in the womb of the Virgin Mary, the Holy Spirit coming down upon her and the power of the Most High overshadowing her. And so was made of a woman of the tribe of Judah, of the seed of Abraham and David, according to the scriptures, so that two whole, perfect and distinct natures were inseparably joined together in one person without conversion, composition or confusion, which person is very God and very man, Mm. yet one Christ the only mediator between God and man. I love the 1689. So good. You know, it's not scripture. It's not even close to scripture, Mm-mm. but it, it just, it brings together so many truths of the gospel and yeah. of the scripture in such a beautiful way. I just love it, man. It really, it pumps me up. So, man, we're starting off here with, uh, it's not called the Immaculate Conception, people. Oh. A, lot, a lot of people hear Immaculate Conception, they go, oh, that's, that's Jesus. Jesus had the immaculate, he was immaculately conceived and the immaculate conception is about Mary being immaculately conceived in the womb when she was a baby. Yeah, because, you know, only a sinless mother could give uh, birth to a sinless savior. Yeah, that's some Catholic theology right there yeah. for you. Um, but no, we're talking about the virgin birth. And uh, you know what I like? What, I, what, what, what do you like, Joe? I like I like that the 1689 doesn't call her Mary, calls her Virgin Mary. Mm. Virgin Mary, because like sometimes Baptists, in particular these days, they're a little they're a little scared of Mary. Yeah, they're they're a little Mary shy. They're, yeah, they are. They're like I don't know, man. They're, they're Mary scary. You know, they, they, <laughs> they, 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 there's something about Mary. Okay, don't don't make those pop culture references because you you derail me. Because <laughs> that okay. was pretty good, wasn't okay, it? Okay, no, I've never seen that movie. No one should ever see that movie. I'm not saying anything about that movie. I'm, I'm just, just saying of a title okay, of, a, of whatever's thinking. out there, you know. So anyway, we're. Um, but why are we scared though? Like that's that's yeah. the thing, right there. People and I get think that part out. of it is because of it's a it's this pendulum swing, right, from Roman Catholicism, and so we want to we don't want to ever look like oh. We're venerating or worshiping yeah, right, right, right. Mary in the same way and fashion. We want this Protestant distinction. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's weird, though, because, you know, you've got the Protestants calling her the Virgin Mary, um, talking about her state of blessedness, that, you know, she was favored by God. You like these cigars, right? Yeah. yeah. So I was just giving Joe a thumbs up and I was trying not to derail him, but yeah, I no, failed. Man. No, it's the La Gloria Cubana Esteli. Yeah. Thanks, nice. Joe. That was very nice. So. Um, but you know, but even here we've got the the Reformed Baptists in the 17th century referring to her as Virgin Mary, and they were closer to the to, to the Protestant Reformation yeah. than we are. They weren't afraid. I think we are just underdeveloped in our theology and therefore in our appreciation of what was going on. In fact, I think that this is part of why most people don't give a rip about the Virgin Birth. Mm. Who cares about the Virgin Birth these days? Like your average evangelical? Yeah, they our don't focus care. is about Easter. Our focus is about like the resurrection, the cross. Like yeah. they're all like, yeah, cross, resurrection, you know, like the evangelical. We like those things, yeah. but virgin right. birth, they could take it or leave it. Yeah. It's not that it's not that critical of a doctrine. Most people that I know, I think, and first of all, let's just say this. Most of us, I think, are probably just a little soft on it. We're like, eh, you know, virgin birth, sure. You know, whatever. Yeah, it's but part it's, of it is part of it because we've been over like it's I'm trying to think of uh like Christmas sermons and things like that, right? Like, are we, have we maybe 
shifted our focus, right? Like, uh, I don't think we, I, the reason I think in part is we don't understand why it was important. We don't understand why it matters. It doesn't seem like like we get the resurrection. Mm-hmm. You know, we, couldn't Jesus just have, just just appeared out of the ground? Like, like, what's the difference? Why does he have to come from like a he, woman? Couldn't he just be like a chia pet? Just yeah, like, just grow, just grow. Why couldn't he just magically appear? Mm-hmm. I, so I don't think people understand the necessity of the virgin birth or why it's important and and what actually what it actually means. And so that's part of why people are, I think, kind of like iffy on the doctrine. But Scripture certainly places a very high priority on this doctrine. It's one of the essentials. It's considered one of the fundamentals yeah. um, of the faith. And so, you know, Jesus being, uh, you know, it says that, uh, that the, the Holy Spirit overshadowed her. Mm-hmm. Um, clearly, the picture is that Mary, who was a virgin at the time, she had not had sex and she had not, therefore not had sex with Joseph, to whom she was betrothed. She did not know Joseph. Not in the biblical sense. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and yet, uh, the Holy Spirit conceived this child in her womb. There was nothing gro- gross or sexual yes. about this. It was merely the Holy Spirit conceiving this child in her womb, and therefore the child was sinless. The child is not sinless because Mary is sinless. Yeah. Uh, Mary was a sinner. She refers to God as her Savior uh, in her Magnificat. Yep. So yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's definitely um, a sinful woman uh conceiving a sinless child through the miracle of the Holy Spirit. Now, there are these guys out there, these theologians out there who will say the reason Jesus could be um, conceived in Mary without a sinful nature is because the sinful nature is exclusively passed down through men and not through women. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah I don't buy that. No, I, I disagree. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can be wrong. Um, and so I don't think we need to explain it that way. I think we can just say miracle. Yeah, it's a miracle. And so Jesus was conceived. Now, it, it, it says that, you know, she was um, that, that Jesus was conceived uh, in the womb of the Virgin Mary. And so was made of a woman of the tribe of Judah, of the seed of Abraham and David, according to the scriptures. Why in, is the 1689 talking, emphasizing of all the things that it could emphasize here? Why is it emphasizing that Jesus is a descendant through Mary of Abraham and David? Yeah, I mean, I think it's important because uh, there's promises that were given to uh, uh, to Abraham and to David. So there's the kingdom aspect, right? Mm -hmm. So so uh, uh, the Davidic covenant, and then so it's like the kingdom of God and the people of God, right? Right. And so I think there's there's uh, that David is is through this line, but I also think because it's it's a fulfillment through all that of uh, Genesis three fifteen, right? Um, Of that he that Jesus would come and and destroy uh, the serpent that the seed yeah. would would be right. Yeah, that's right. So you know, and it, it's not just Abraham and David. <clears throat> There's more, but these are important because these are these two uh, covenants that hold out great promise yeah. for the people of God. Um, Abraham you know, establishing, like you said, the people of God. David, the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. a king reigning forever, the whole world being blessed. Uh, through Abraham's offspring. So we have Jesus, the fulfiller of God's promises and prophecies. Mm -hmm. But then it moves into this thing where it begins to talk about uh, the two natures of Jesus, right? Yeah, and so the, a lot of people, very God, very man. A lot of yeah. people don't think too much about this. Like, um, like if you were to ask your average evangelical, does, does Jesus have one nature or two natures? I think they would be really confused by the question. Yeah. And 
we might likely say, I remember I was asked that question as a Bible college student and I was like, well, he's got one nature. Of course, he's one person. Why would he have two mm-hmm. natures? That, that sounds confusing. Um, and yet here we have, uh, uh, according to the 1689, based upon scripture and then also uh, that it's also reflected in Council of Chalcedon. Yeah. Um, that, uh, and so is made a woman of the tribe of Judah, seed of Abraham and David, scripture, so that the two, so that two whole perfect and distinct natures were inseparately joined together in one person without conversion, composition, or confusion. Mm. Which person is very God and very man, yet one Christ. So get that. There is one person, there is one Christ. Yes. And there, but yet there are two natures. There's one person, but two natures in one person, mm-hmm. um, the human nature and the divine nature. So, and so why is that important, right? Like why, that's the, that's the crux of this, right? Is, you know, why is that important for, uh, well, for us, right? Why is that important for the world that, uh, that when our savior came, that he was both very God mm-hmm. and that he's very man. And I, I, I'm going to try to answer that, but let me first just read to you from uh, the Chalcedonian Creed. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but um, but in it, it speaks of, you know, Jesus, uh, born of the Virgin Mary, the mother of God, uh, according to the manhood, uh, one of the same Christ, Son, Lord, only begotten to be acknowledged in two natures, inconfusedly, unchangeably, indivisibly, inseparably. The distinction of natures being by no means taken away by the unity, but rather the property of each nature being preserved and concurring in one person and one subsistence, not parted or divided into two persons, but one and the same Son and only begotten God the Word, the Lord Jesus Christ." So that's just a part of it. Mm. So uh, this what what you see reflected in the 1689 is a it are are like these principles of orthodoxy, of orthodox Trinitarian theology. Yeah. Um, and the reason that there were there needed to be two natures is because the only way we could have a suitable substitute, a suitable savior who would be able to satisfy. Um, the standards of God and to quench the wrath of God and to take our place at the same time, he would have to be both God and man. Yeah. He, he had, had to, he had to be, he had to represent us. I mean, he had to be our second Adam, right? Mm-hmm. It, in, in the first Adam, all have, you know, all have sinned and in, at, in Adam, all have sinned. Right? right. Right. And so, uh, the second Adam in, in him, we are raised to new life. So with, without Jesus having these two natures, he can't, function as the Christ, Mm. right? It says the only mediator between God and man is how this paragraph ends. So Jesus is who he is. He took on human nature. He became the theanthropic person, right? The God man. Yeah. Yeah. Fully God, 100% fully man, not half and half. No. He doesn't have a mingling of natures. Two natures distinct, but in one person. And not... Like, I think sometimes there's this view that, okay, well, obviously the human nature is going to come under the divine nature. Like, it gets encapsulated. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Because it's the lesser of the two. Uh, And yet in Jesus, no, it's very God, very man. So when Jesus is keeping the law, when Jesus is obeying, when Jesus is preaching and praying and resisting the devil – he is doing so in his human nature because yeah. he's doing so as our representative and our substitute. Yeah, he's, that, he's showing that. us what it truly means to be human. Yeah, exactly. And this is why he could be tempted. Yeah. He could be tempted. Now, God cannot be tempted. 
can't be tempted, but Jesus could be tempted. Mm. And so he experienced temptation because of this human nature that he took on. Yeah. Um, and we're not going to get into the issue of impeccability. I can't remember if we've covered that or not. Yeah, but, I feel like we have. All right. Well, he, he Jesus uh, is impeccable. And, and if we're not, a, there you go. Impeccable. There you go. Impeccable. Um, so yeah, I, I, it's an, it's a necessity. It's yeah. not just that, well, this is one way God chose to do it, but we had to have the two natures in order for Jesus to be the true and perfect savior. Yeah. I mean, and, and speaking of necessities, Joe, I mean, what we really, really need is logos. As you're kind of searching through these things and you're looking through scripture and you're looking at different creeds and confessions, commentaries, commentaries, you could be looking through logos during your study. You know, logos only has one nature and it's the nature of awesomeness. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. I was Uh, was going to say, maybe there's two natures, awesomeness and affordability. Ooh. Oh, yeah. See, especially when they're, you know, giving discounts to listeners of Doctrine and oh, but Devotion. Only, listen, they're only giving this discount to our listeners. Our listeners. That's how much they love our listeners. They don't love us. They don't, they don't care too much about us, guys. No, they love no, no, you. no. They love Shrek you. won't even like They don't give, they they don't give even, us anything. Yeah, Shrek doesn't no. even like, no. you know, he doesn't even email me anymore. No. Thanks, no. Shrek. You, you got time for that. But they're going to, if you're buying Lagos yep. right now for the first time, I know, listen, it's expensive because you're buying a library. You're not yeah. buying, you're not buying a little Bible program. You're buying a whole stinking library yeah. and, a, and a good one. Mm. So it's going to cost you some money. It's reasonable. It's actually yeah. cheap if you compare to what you would actually pay for those books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but they're going to give you 10% off of the whole purchase if you're buying it for the first time. But now what happens though, if you're upgrading, if you're upgrading your existing library to Lagos. Oh, you probably don't even get the discount then I'm guessing, right? I'm pretty sure you get a 25% discount, what? Joe. That's right. 25% off. 25% off if you're upgrading. That's right. You want to head over to Lagos.com slash doctrine and use the code docandevo 8 and go ahead and save either 10%, 25%. Uh, what I have found, Joe, is that it's pretty fast now. Have you have you noticed Whoa. that? Have you noticed that Lagos eight like? It's uh, no, it's listen. It's been pretty darn quick. You know how you get like your new Apple and you're like, oh wow, it's faster, and you can notice it. Yeah, it's yeah. not like that. It's way faster, and mm-hmm. it was already fast. Mm-hmm. It is lightning fast now, and and I didn't even I, I didn't read anything. I just got Lagos eight. I you know install it and everything. And yeah, because yeah, we just wanted to start playing and yeah. figuring out. But you then know? I read and I'm like, oh wow, it says it's like so many times faster than than I thought that it yeah, would be. No, it's it's pretty quick. It's really easy. Uh, there are videos and tutorials to help you utilize it better. So if you've already got it, please make use of those videos and tutorials. Uh, but make sure to head on over to logos.com slash doctrine. Uh, use the code docandevo 8 to either save 10% or 25%. And Lagos is going to be at uh, the Doctrine and Devotion Conference uh, May 3rd. And is it May 3rd and 4th or May 2nd and 3rd? Whatever it is. It's May 3rd and 4th. Dude. Okay, yeah, yeah. You. I don't it's know. A, I don't, it's in my it's calendar. May, May 3rd. I, if I know it, you should know it. Okay, all right. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. But uh, uh, they're going to be in our conference. Uh, they're going to be giving a presentation. There's uh, going to be some other uh, giveaways that are happening there. And so uh, we're really big on Lagos. They've been uh, uh, really good to our listeners. But make sure you utilize the software. I know it's a big investment, but I think it, it pays off. Utilize those uh, resources and... Use the code DocandDevo8. So, Joe, as we're going through and, and we're looking here at, at at the second part of paragraph two. Yeah. Right? I love that. It says he is the only mediator. We've kind of discussed yeah. that. But I also feel like that's also saying no other mediator. Right? Like, and I, you know what I mean? Because like, I think it's also it, it's giving that distinction because you talked about Mary and Virgin Mary mm-hmm. because for other 
Uh, like, she's not a mediatrix. That's right. <laughs> no, yeah, that's she, that's yeah. a word. Yeah, she's not. She's not the mediator between God and man. Mediatrix. Mediatrix between God and that's man. That's a doctor. Right? Google it. Okay, I'm not going to Google. I'm Google not gonna, it. No, because mediatrix. Yeah, that'll bring up some. That might bring bad, up something else. Bad internet you, you want juju. Me to, yeah, you want me to Google image <laughs> in mediatrix? Probably <laughs> no, not a good I'm not idea. Do that. Don't do I'm that. I'm not going to do that. No, your, your uh, covenant eyes will be like whoop. whoop, whoop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't want. I don't want to be enslaved there either. And so yeah, no. I mean that only Jesus is our mediator and. He's only able to function in that role because he is very God, yeah. very man. And we've already discussed that even last week when we talked about the first part about how he, uh, the common infirmities, mm-hmm. um, and how he understands uh, our predicament. It's beautiful, man. And it, like the idea that he is genuinely like our savior, you know, mm-hmm. it, it is, he is, it, when we say that he's the only mediator, it, it yeah, it means that he's the only one but he he only he can be the one like there, there it's not like jesus could have done it differently yeah it, th- this was a necessity G- god did everything that was absolutely necessary to bring about redemption mm-hmm. and I, so i thought what we could do is maybe we could wrap up and talk about some of our favorite books that we've read about jesus about the person of christ books yeah. that, that were influential um you know my life you, if you could see in my office uh, you would see that it looks like a book bomb blew up in here because yeah, uh, my shelves are full, but like there are just stacks of books everywhere on every flat surface. It's a it's, yeah, books it's a you you have read, books you have not read, books that you're planning on reading, and books that you don't want to read it but just will give away. Well, those are in the closet. There. Those are in the closet. Yeah, there. Well, okay, giveaways gotcha. are in the closet. No, and I've, if they're on the shelves, I read most of those. But yeah, all, they, I keep they keep sending these new books, and I'm like, I ain't got time to read it. So, Jimmy, um, when uh, What's a book that you've read about Jesus, or even if it's just a, a sermon or an article, is there something that you would recommend to people that you thought was was helpful on on the person of Christ or the work of Christ on the atonement? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, actually, one of the books that uh, I read for a paper uh, that I was doing for school was uh, uh, you know those four views. Yeah, you, yeah. you know what I'm talking about the yeah. four view series. Yeah, I, I hate those. those. You really? I don't <laughs> like the four views books. Really? No, I don't oh, like okay. them. Well, uh, I like this one, The okay. Nature of the Atonement. It had, uh, uh, I think there was Boyd in it talking about uh, the... Yeah, Boyd! Yeah, Boyd! <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what view his was. I think it was a kaleidoscopic view. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I know. It was, yeah. it was, there was some, some view. Actually, here it is. Uh, and then, yeah, he, he was the Christus Victor view. You have Tom Schreiner, penal substitution view. You got Bruce Ryan, Ryanbrock, healing view. And then it was, sorry, it was Joel Green. That was a kaleidoscopic view. Yeah. So anyways, it was actually really good because I really appreciate this because you would read their view, mm-hmm. right? And then uh, at the end, each of the other author, the other contributors mm-hmm. would be reacting to it. People know how the four views books work. Well, some maybe yeah. they don't. No, they do. No, yeah, some people don't. So it's actually, it. so it. I think you kind of get a fuller picture because sometimes when you're reading a book, you're only here, you're only reading one view, right? right? You're only seeing from one perspective. Oh, but wait, this view, but this book, but this view, doesn't got, have one view. It's got four. It's got four. It's okay. got four. <laughs> and you got trusted because there's Shriner's view. Okay. Uh, yeah. right, hey guys, uh, spoiler alert, uh, Shriner's view. All right. So yeah, that is a good book. I've read that book. Um, and even though I'm not a, I don't love, I don't really enjoy the four views books. That is actually a good book. Oh, I love um, them. yeah, they're like, uh, so the death of death in the death of Christ by John Owen is a classic and you can get, you can just get that 
sixth volume, I think it is, in his works. Uh, but there are also updated language or versions and additions and edits that you can get um, that are really good, The Death of Death and The Death of Christ. There is um, Redemption Accomplished and Applied by... Uh, I think it's by Murray. It's been a while. Uh, that was a really good book. Um, I thought it was good. Uh, I actually read, in fact, the, the one, there was a little book I read and I still have it. I've got this. I don't, I don't even know if it's a real publisher. What Man. is that one? Let me see. Presbyte- oh, it's, P- it's PNR. Okay. It's published by PNR in 1976. Look at that cover. Oh. That's almost as bad as. Are you going to do it? I'm going to do it. If you're not going to do it, I'm going to do it. It's almost as bad as Drew Dick's new co- book cover. <laughs> Drew, 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 listen, we love you. We Drew. love you, and that book's gonna be awesome. I can't wait to read it. But I, well, I can't wait to get past the cover too. I'm read gonna it. tear that cover off, throw it away, and then I'm gonna read that book because that yeah. book's awesome. I'm gonna newspaper that. I thing. can't wait. But uh, yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> it's a book by Gary Long called Definite Atonement, filled with typos and all kinds of stuff. But it was actually the first book that I read after I embraced limited atonement mm. that actually answered some of the exegetical questions that I had. Um, uh, there's a bunch. Uh, the Apostles' Doctrine of the Atonement by Smeaton is really good. That's the banner of truth, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. So there's, there's like, look, there's a lot that that we would recommend. But I was just gonna say, oh, uh, the incomparable Christ. Oh, uh, we yeah. gave that away last year at our conference yep. by uh, J. Oswald Sanders. Yep. I really like that book. If you're looking for a book that it has some poetry in it and it just deals with different things. Now, like Bruce Ware has a good book. Um, called The Man Christ Jesus Dealing with the Humanity of Christ. Now, I'm not a, I, I have disagreements with Ware in some pretty important yeah, areas of yeah. theology, but on this, he's dead on, awesome, accurate. The Man Christ Jesus by Bruce Ware. like that a lot. Amen. Sounds good. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You could follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, JoFoStore.com J-O-F-O. and grab some gear. J-O-F-O. Uh, make sure you listen. The Dr. Rocha Conference is May. What is it? What is it? 3rd and 4th? 3rd and 4th. 3rd and 4th. 3rd and 4th. You need to register because Early Bird is going away. Oh, and temporary tattoos. No, we're I'm not pushing doing, for the temporary stop, tattoos. Man. We're not doing temporary Yeah, we're doing tattoos. temporary tattoos. Why it's going to be all do... people want that. No, why would oh, they, they want that? People are asking. No, no one's oh, asking. They have asked. No yep. one's asking. Yep. I, listen, no I, yep. one's asking. Yep. I, I bet you five people have asked before I brought it up. Before before you brought it up, you can't mm-hmm. prove it. I can. Can't prove it. Can't I will. prove it. All I right. don't know. All right. Let's, let's go. Fresh pot every Monday and Thursday. Blog posts on Wednesdays. Video content when available later. Mm-hmm.